Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint. Pastor May, good evening, it's half past five. This is update for Monday, 6th of March, 2023 from Manx Radio. 30 minutes to look at the latest news here on the Isle of Man. Background to that news and sport and business and Sea Watch, travel updates and the newsmakers in person. Tonight, six months away and a car's auctioned off. Challenge to the electricity price rise. Paying for HRT medication on the island. How much time have students lost to teachers' stress? The Ravens victorious at the weekend and a yellow weather warning for ice and wintry showers overnight. And Benham for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of six o'clock, the update news headlines. Fastamai, Siobhan Fletcher. Fastamai. Electricity bills on the Isle of Man will increase by around 60% by July this year. Customers will have to find about £400 more to pay their bills after Manx Utilities announced it's hiking its prices. A well-established statutory process was followed when dealing with a car left at Ronaldway Airport for six months. That's according to the Department of Infrastructure in response to a woman whose car went missing from Ronaldsway Airport. The people responsible for defacing a post box in the Alaman Sea Terminal dedicated to the island's LGBTQ plus community should be deeply ashamed of themselves. That's the message from Ramsey MHK and Minister Laurie Hooper, who's described the act as entirely unacceptable. And a yellow weather warning comes into effect at 6 o'clock across the island tonight. It will be in place until 3pm tomorrow. Further afield, the Metropolitan Police says it wishes it could have arrested Wayne Cousins on flashing charges before he went on to murder Sarah Everard. Notorious prisoner Charles Bronson says he's almost an angel now as he launches a bid to go on parole. And the hosts of this year's Women's World Cup have decided a sponsorship deal with Saudi Arabian Tourism Board doesn't align with their vision. The tournament's kicking off in Australia and New Zealand in July. There are your headlines, news at six. Man Benham. Contact us by phone, video call, email or face-to-face. We're happy to connect with you. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Goromaya, thank you, Siobhan. From the Ronaldsway Met Office, there is that uh, strong wind warning in operation for the North Irish Sea. The state of sea is slight or moderate. Isolated wintry showers tonight, a light northerly wind and a risk of that widespread frost down to minus one degree. Uh, could be a bit lower the higher you get, but there is a yellow weather warning for ice and wintry showers uh, from 6 tonight till 3 tomorrow afternoon. And for Tuesday, Jamert, isolated wintry showers, sunny periods are light northerly, daylight maximum is 5, mostly dry through Tuesday evening and overnight minimum 1 Celsius. And for Ukraine, Wednesday, dry and sunny with a light to moderate northerly, top temperature 5 degrees. Low water in a little less than four minutes' time at 23 minutes before six. Sunset, five past six tonight. High tide, 29 minutes before midnight. Low water tomorrow morning, 24 minutes before six. Sunrise, seven minutes to seven. And the morning high tide at half past 11. Visit the Banks Glass and Glazing website and see a range of products from windows to doors, mirrors to splashbacks. Manxglass.com.
A consumer campaigner on the Isle of Man has challenged Manx Utilities' reasons for announcing planned electricity price rises. The MU announced plans to increase electricity prices by about 60-60% between now and July. In contrast, last week it was announced gas prices would fall in line with the wholesale price of natural gas. Barry Murphy runs the online campaign site Moneywatch IOM. So what I decided to do is I would try to investigate as to what was happening with wholesale prices at the, through the last 12 months and try to get a look at future markets as well. And what was fairly clear is, is that the market wholesale has been coming down, down, down and looking towards the end of spring into the summer, that market also seems extremely positive. So if we were to base the electricity price hike purely on wholesale gas markets, it would be fair to say that there should be no price rise whatsoever. And I also hoped on the basis of a House of Keys sitting back in January of this year when Mr Johnson said that for the price of electricity to hold at 22 pence per kilowatt hour, the price of wholesale gas would have to remain around about 150 pence per therm. And of course, when I done my investigations last week, the price of gas wholesale per therm was 124 pence. Today, I believe it's down to 108 pence. So clearly, the, the market is going down, down, down. So if we based it purely on wholesale markets, and we thought purely and simply that on the basis that electricity is generated by gas, there should be no rise whatsoever. But then, of course, we also know that Manx utilities have got rising debt, and that, I think, is therein where the problem lies. For the layman looking at the prices on the wholesale market coming down, we're hearing reports that Manx utilities hasn't touched that £27 million loan. It seems like a, a debt clearance scheme. Is that how what you see it as, as being, this move? I think it is exactly that. What it actually shows is that, with regards to the MUA, the failed political policy a year ago, the government has essentially invited electricity customers out for lunch and basically gave the impression it was going to be a free lunch and then 12 months down the line we've all been handed a bill for that. The infrastructure department says it followed set procedures in taking away a car left at the airport parking area for six months. The story from John Moss. Speaking on Alman TV, Samantha Tozer says she was shocked to discover her car had gone missing. This was on Friday when she returned to the island. She had described how she'd often done long trips leaving the car in the park. In the boot was all my stuff. All that has been removed from the car. Basically, the manager of Ronsway Airport was really helpful. I arrived, he walked the length of all the car parts with me searching for the car, and he said that no car had been registered, that it had been removed, my car registration, and that is the procedure, that if any car is removed, they get notification. The infrastructure department has now issued a statement saying a well-established statutory process is followed in relation to any vehicles that must be removed due to being illegally parked or abandoned. If fixed penalty notices fail to resolve the issue, the removal procedure begins and a notice is affixed to the vehicle advising of the intention to remove. This affords the owner a period of 14 days to remove it themselves. If it must be removed by the department, a letter is sent to the registered owner advising them of the action taken. At each stage, the owner has the opportunity to engage through the appropriate channels. This may include the need to settle any outstanding costs such as parking fines or removal and storage expenses incurred by the taxpayer. While some vehicles are auctioned off when the owner cannot be traced, in most cases, offenders are able to reclaim their property after settling any outstanding costs. Update 
Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. But will changes to the way HRT treatment is paid for in the UK be introduced over here? It was a question that was asked on Man in Line on Manx Radio. Beth Espy. From the start of next month in the UK, women prescribed HRT as part of menopause treatment will be able to access a new scheme, meaning they'll get a year's treatment for just under £20. The prepayment certificate for the medication will be valid for 12 months. Louise called the Man in Line to ask the Health Minister if the same would be happening over here. It's going to be in the UK £18.70, which they say is the cost of two single prescription charges. I know ours are less on the island, but my question to you is, is that something that will be introduced on the island? In response, Laurie Hooper admitted he didn't have all the details to be able to answer the question. So I don't know enough about the specifics to give you an answer, but what I can say is we are looking at prescription charges more broadly at the moment, so there's going to be, there'll be news coming out on that. Louise then went on to say that while she felt her menopause symptoms overall hadn't been too severe, there was one aspect which had been crippling. The worst I had was six months of chronic insomnia. You try surviving on one to two hours sleep a night and see how perky you feel at the end of that. It got to the point where I couldn't even drive because it didn't even trust my judgment. And once I started taking HRT, it actually cleared that up in a week. It's not perfect, but I can function now. And that is a very, very common symptom. But a lot of people have no choice in taking that. And by pure biology, we have to fund this. And I just think if it could be looked at to help women access it, it could prevent so many problems in the future. Mr Hooper committed to finding out more about this matter and Manx Radio has also contacted Manx Care for a response. It was a good result for FC Alabama at the weekend as a goal in the second half against Winsford United at the bowl saw the Ravens come out on top, making it three wins from their last four games. Man of the match, midfielder Michael Williams. We always have faith in the boys at the back and the keeper as well. I think we're solid defensively. We've shown that the last few games. We don't concede many goals. In the last game, we were unlucky to come away in the 88th minute and concede from a corner. But it's, it's hard to break us down and, like you say, it gives us confidence going forward and we, uh, we want to score more goals for the guys at the back. We're just trusting the process, to be honest. Paul's come in and he's, uh, he's implemented his way of playing. Uh, we've got a few players come back from injury, like Sean Doyle coming back. The togetherness of the squad, you know, we're all eager to learn and listen and we wanted we wanted to turn all these poor results into good results and, and we're doing that now, I think. Keep playing the way we're playing, training the way we're training. The commitment is amazing from all the lads, from all the staff, uh, the stewards, everybody involved, <clears throat> everybody coming down. You know, if, if we can keep this buzz, you know, going into, I don't want to say going into next season because we've still got a lot of this season left, but we, we'd like to build on it. Yeah, just keep that togetherness. I say every time I get interviewed for something, like I just appreciate them so much from 20 people coming down to watch at Russian to, I mean, we had a max of 3,300 down here last year. So any fans coming down, we really appreciate appreciate the support and we just want to thank you for for everything and for making this happen as well Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. The motorship Ben McCree departed Hesham at 11 minutes past two. She'll be into Douglas in the next 15 minutes or so, departing at 7.45 this evening. Arriving in Hesham at half past 11, the overnight departure is 2.15. Back to Douglas at around six. In the morning, Ben McCree departure 8.45, heading for Hesham. Like the Steam Packet on Facebook for the latest sailing information. 
Changing legislation to prohibit journalists from reporting the personal details of people who appear in court could make the Isle of Man less transparent. The view of Peter Edge, who's a professor of law at Oxford Brooks University, who has responded to a call for politicians to alter the law. The trouble is you quite quickly start moving to nightmare-type scenarios. But I think if you started to have very widespread default standard reporting restrictions, you might find less public understanding of what was going on in courts. You might find concerns that the Isle of Man was becoming less transparent, so that when these these people working for the state are exercising their power to, for instance, put people in prison, there is less transparency, it's about transparency in that exercise of state power. And I'm not sure that there is a strong feeling that the Isle of Man is too transparent in its exercise of state power. If the balance is struck wrong somewhere, often a particular case, a, a cause celebre, is what drives people to reform the law. They look at the working out of the laws in a particular case and they go, this is, this is not what we want. This is Something's wrong here. We need to change that. So I do take as a starting point that open justice is really, really significant. Where I agree with this proposal is that we do need to recognise this isn't cost-free. You know, there really is an impact on individuals who are named. And I think the current legal position is to recognise that by saying, OK, we start from open justice, but in particular instances, the burden carried by a particular individual is too great. Manx Radio Business Briefing. 17 minutes before six, UK estate agent Foxton said today it's agreed to buy Atkinson McLeod for £7.4 million. Atkinson operates in central East London across four branches with a lettings business that generates about 90% of its revenues across approximately 1,100 tenancies. And for a full daily market report, go to RamseyCrookall.com. The International Monetary Fund issued data that suggests that some European states are doing better than others when it comes to unemployment. Bosnia and Herzegovina has got the fifth highest rate of joblessness in the world and the highest in Europe at 17.2%. North Macedonia, 15%. Spain, 12.3% in 2022. France, 7.6%. Poland, 3.2%. And Norway, 3.8%. In Sweden and Finland, joblessness was 7.4%. The World Economic Forum shares the forecast this week and pointed out that while layoffs have made the headlines in recent weeks, jobs were created in 2022. A little perspective, the Isle of Man's unemployment rate currently stands at 0.7%. The Stock Market Report. Brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and uh, European stock markets were closed mix after pairing modest early session gains. US stocks edged higher. Oil slipped and gold retreated from an earlier two and a half week high. The numbers now at the close. Uh, in London, uh, the FTSE 100 was down two tenths of a percent at 7,929. The DAX in Frankfurt up almost half a percent at 15,653. The Dow Jones Industrial uh, up three tenths of a percent currently at 33,000. 1,489. The Nasdaq Tech Stocks Index up over nine-tenths of a percent at 11,798. And the S&P 500 up almost six-tenths of a percent at 4,069. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling trading at one US dollar 20.4 cents, one euro 12.6 cents, and 21 South African rand 95.7 cents. In commodities, gold's down two-tenths of a percent currently at $1,851 per troy ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude up just over a third of a percent at $86.20. The world was a very different place when Ramsey Crookall set up business back in 1946. 
but his passion for providing outstanding service and looking after every client as if they were one of the family has endured for over 76 years. So if you're looking for the continuity of a personal, bespoke investment strategy, perhaps it's time to look at our discretionary services. Trustworthy, dependable and tailored. Ramsey Crookle, the island's investment specialist. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookle.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. The Isle of Man in 30 minutes. Update on Manx Radio with Andy Wind. Faster, my thanks for stopping by. It's 14 minutes before six, live from Douglas in the Isle of Man. This is Manx Radio, and a southern MHK wants to know how many teachers have taken time off due to stress at work and mental well-being. Jason Morehouse, MHK, will put his question to the Education, Sport and Culture Minister, Julie Edge, in tomorrow's House of Keys sitting. Yeah, there are large numbers of people who are struggling to afford houses, large numbers of people with family issues, large numbers of people with lots and lots of the stressors who are going into the classroom every day to help our children. And I thought it was just worth taking a step back and saying to the Minister, what is the current situation? How many people in the workforce, how many teachers how many classroom assistants have actually got this issue? Is it being recognised, is it being thought about, and are solutions being introduced to help us solve these problems? It's been an ongoing process. It's not just been one individual. It's been a series of them over a period of time. And that, that's why I thought, you know, this is something quite odd. You know, we can all have issues in terms of the workplace, in terms of what's happening around us, but these are people that I, I was surprised at having these concerns and having to deal with these additional issues. And they've kind of given me that warning that something isn't quite right in our education system. And it needs to be looked at, it needs to be thought about, and hopefully the Minister will have the data for us on Tuesday. Manx Radio Sport. Faster my Beth Espy. Faster my. Well, there was plenty of good sports news at the weekend, including that Ravens 1-0 win at home against Winsford United. In boxing, Manxman Matthew Rennie won his first fight of the year on Saturday, beating his Greek opponent on points in Liverpool. It takes his undefeated record to nine wins, no losses and one draw so far in his pro career. And afterwards, on Saturday, speaking to VIP Boxing Promotions, he described that that fight as a good test. It was a good fight, a good learning fight for me too. What I need to do now is have a little sit down with Steve Wood and plan out the, you know, the direction we're going to go. Have a, have a little plan and speak to, the, speak to my coaches, Mike and Dave, and see what's next. In athletics, Sarah Astin has continued her brilliant start to 2023 by setting a new Manx record for the women's 10k road race. She posted a time of 32 minutes 35 seconds at the Trafford 10k on Sunday, beating the previous record of 33 minutes. 18, which was held by Rachel Franklin. Sarah's time saw her finish fifth in a high-class women's field and comes a week after she was crowned English national cross-country champion. Well, staying with athletics, the Isle of Man Veteran Athletes Club 20-mile race was held at the NSC yesterday morning. In the men's race, Fortune Nazama took first place with Paul Atherton second and Sean McKenty third. Sarah Webster won the women's race, which she did actually as part of a longer 50k training race for her. Dawn Atherton took second with Amy Knox taking third. And in golf, it was another promising pro display for Anna Dawson over the weekend as she took part in the Joburg Ladies Open in South Africa, which took place from the 1st to the 1st of March as part of the Ladies European Tour. She finished on four over par, which was just outside the cup for the final round on the last day, finishing tied in 74th place overall. (laughs) 
Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Trouble free at Ronald's Way tonight inbound the half past seven easy jet from Gatwick on time. The five to eight returning patient transfer Logan Air from Liverpool on time. And the five past eight Logan Air from London City on time. Outbound six o'clock Logan Air to Liverpool. Eight o'clock easy jet back to Gatwick both on time. Temporary 24 lights uh, at Greba Castle for resurfacing and temporary lights on the main road near Arbury Parish Hall in Ballabeg for that new zebra crossing. Castle Street one-way northbound still in Castletown to uh, the middle of April, that is. Temporary closures in phases around East Key and the Prom in Peel and between Peel and St John's, 24-hour temporary lights on the main road for work on the pavements. Camels Lane in Ramsey's Close between Parliament Street and Water Street and scaffolding. Temporary lights on Market Place in Ramsey for that new pedestrian crossing. There are temporary lights on Jerby Road, Sandygate for new water mains and the Coast Road's close between Jerby and the Len for resurfacing. The Battle of Meenock Road's got face closures for water main replacement and water main replacement on the Regaby Road West uh, for temporary closures. Junction of Paul Rose and Alder Road by the Methodist Church is closed for a new pedestrian crossing. A Victoria Road closed between Broadway and Marathon Road, Douglas, for resurfacing. Narrow lanes and a temporary pedestrian crossing in Victoria Street, Douglas. And you've still got temporary lights on Annika Lane near the Heron for a new pedestrian crossing. Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Spread your payments interest-free. Get more with... Keyside... Ramsey Town Commissioners are hopeful the Department of Infrastructure will come back to them with a plan for the quayside development that's more acceptable to all parties. Commissioner Juan McGuinness says voting against the original proposals hasn't harmed Ramsey. I think it shouldn't be a case of this is the plan and if you say no you don't get it. What it should be is what we want is the right plan for all the stakeholders and and if the response and I don't think the response from the DRI has been you don't get the money they've been engaging with the businesses in town and we've sent like a couple of commissioners to go and sort of mm. deal with that over the past year so hopefully what will happen is they'll come back with a new plan that's more acceptable to all parties was looking to be reducing the car parking by 50 spaces in the town which I think on a permanent basis is is not possible one of Ramsey's USPs is the fact that you can come and get a parking space in town. A postbox at the sea terminal in Douglas dedicated to Isle of Pride has been vandalised over the weekend. The detail from Lewis Foster. The Isle of Man post office repainted the box in rainbow colours in support of the island's LGBTQ plus community in June 2021, the year of the first Pride Festival here. But sometime over the weekend, black writing appeared on it which read, Don't Promote Evil. Seemingly, in turn, a Have a Gay Day sticker was placed over part of the writing. Pictures of the defaced box appeared on social media, with one person commenting that it was a sad day, with more targeting of the LGBTQ plus people on the Isle of Man. What may seem like a small act by an individual has been attributed to an apparent rise in homophobic abuse on the island following coverage of the pausing of the controversial relationships and sexual education curriculum. I contacted the Department of Infrastructure, which runs the sea terminal, about the incident. In a statement, a spokesperson for the department told me they've secured CCTV footage, which was being passed along to the police. Meanwhile, the act has received widespread condemnation. Ramsey MH 
NHK and Health Minister Laurie Hooper described it as entirely unacceptable and said people responsible for defacing the post box should be deeply ashamed of themselves, adding trying to marginalise others is not OK and this awful behaviour should not be quietly ignored. In a statement, Isle of Man Post Office told me we are saddened to see the box being vandalised and it has now been cleaned. The post office is proud to be an equal opportunities employer with strong values reflecting our pledge to treat each other with fairness and respect, embracing diversity and inclusivity. Update brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Well, it's the government's stated aim to get 15,000 more people on the Isle of Man. And if those plans to increase the population work, would we need more GP practices? A question put to the Health and Social Care Minister and Ramsey MHK, Laurie Hooper. So would Ramsey need another GP practice? Whether or not we need another practice or whether we just need more resources in our existing practice, I suppose, are, are the same question. I would think the answer to those is probably yes, and not just in Ramsey actually we've seen down in Balasala you've seen one of the practices now hand their contract back uh, we know that there are GPs across other parts of the island who are also under under similar pressures it's not a Ramsey specific issue but yes this is definitely something that, that needs to be looked at and there's a massive piece of work going on inside the healthcare transformation program which we call primary care at scale which is basically designed to understand a bit more about how primary care is working and should be working and then how we get from where we are now to where we need to be uh, some of it will be uh, will be recruitment so it will be bringing in, if we can, you know, more GPs. Some of it will be staffing practices with a broader variety of experienced staff. So I know Ramsey, for example, has a paramedic on staff now and he can do some of the stuff that maybe the GPs used to do, but it doesn't need a GP to do. Uh, there's also uh, work going on to try and figure out whether we can push demand elsewhere. So are there some people seeing a GP who perhaps could simply go to the pharmacy and buy something over the counter? And before anyone says it, I know we have similar issues with pharmacies in Ramsey. That is another thing that I'm working on. But in principle, at least, that's the, the way the system should work is if we can make sure people are going to the right place to get the right care, it takes pressure off other parts of the system where maybe they, they don't need to be there so someone else can then utilise that that facility. So it is a really good question and I think the the short answer is yes, we, we do need more resourcing in our primary care service. The longer answer is how you do that, where the money comes from, where the resource comes from and ultimately where the staff come from. And when you start talking about staff, they are going to need somewhere to live. And ultimately this is the key problem that we have is we do need to grow our population because we need to bring in more medical staff we need to bring in more teachers and more builders and more e-gamers and everything but they need somewhere to live Atom for update tonight compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department thanks to the newsreader Siobhan Fletcher producer Beth Espy after the news a double helping of agenda with Phil Gorn greatest hits with Chris Kinley is on at 7 o'clock tonight W-I-N-T